Hello and welcome back to the Grace Field Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and today we are going to be going over how to get what you want without nagging. What? That is some juicy stuff. It is also a new module that I'm adding to the course. Actually, it's pretty was already pretty much in the course. There's a few details that I'm updating there. And just as a reminder, the Gracefield Marriage Method, there is a flash sale. Hello. Yes, flash sale through the end of the week. It's 50% off. And with that, you get me in group coaching. Why? Well, because I wanted to go through the course live with this new round of students. So it will almost be like a group coaching experience after everybody signed up. I'll send y'all a, a Zoom and let you know when we will be going in there live. And obviously, I will make the recordings available to you later. So excited for this. Let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might've contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace Field wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the grace Field wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. So let's get a couple of things out of the way. First of all, I want to know, are you tired of nagging? Are you tired of asking your husband the same things over and over again, just to feel like he's completely ignoring you? Don't feel bad. So many millions of wives around the world feel the same way. Did you know that there is a secret to that? I actually don't nag my husband. Why? Because I don't have to. If anything, he kind of nags me. <laughs> Seriously, we have gotten so good at giving and getting what we want in our marriage, but it wasn't always that way. Trust me. So today, we're going to learn how to get what you want without nagging. And if this sounds like a valuable lesson, then you have to check out the Grace Fuels Marriage Method. This month, I'm really feeling convicted to bring serious transformation to the women. So I'm offering this 50% off flash sale for the next few days only. The countdown is on. If you go to gracefieldsmarriagemethod.gr8.com or click the link in the show notes, you will see the countdown is on the sale ends when that countdown ends. You'll get the 50% off flash sale price and you'll get me live in the course. I've already talked about that. And by the way, I'm also adding a few new modules just like this episode. So consider it a sneak preview, but even better if you jump in now, 
I'll be there live to give you the answers. So if you've been on the fence about the Grace Fields Marriage Method, what are you waiting for? Now's the time. The clock is ticking. All right. So when we consider how to get the things we want in marriage, I want you to consider that the last thing you wanted and how you asked for it. Did you say things like, babe, can you please pick up your clothes from the floor? Or it would be really nice if you didn't leave all the cleaning to me. Or did you call the doctor to make that appointment? Or could you stop watching football for once and help me with the laundry? Or why can't you get anywhere on time? Or are you listening to me? Or you work too much? Or did you really just spend that much on insert frivolous hobby here? Do any of these sound like nagging? Were you confused by some of them? I mean, babe, could you please pick up your clothes from the floor? That doesn't sound like nagging, does it? Maybe not to you it doesn't, but to your husband, it sounds like you're a slob who can't be trusted to help me keep the house clean unless I tell you to do so. I'm just going to go ahead and guess that if you have to ask him to pick up his clothes from the floor, he's the kind of husband who often leaves his clothes on the floor. In reality, even if it sounds nice, continually asking for the things is still nagging. You might be thinking, that's not nagging. Besides, how am I supposed to get the things I want at home? Things any reasonable wife would expect. I hear you. I get you. You're right. But if you don't think you're guilty of nagging, let's consider that the word nag as a verb is identified or defined, sorry, as annoy or irritate with persistent fault finding or continuous arguing. All right. All right, I get it. You're probably frustrated with me at this point thinking, how the heck am I supposed to get what I want then? Well, here's the secret. Drum roll, please. Not the drum roll you were expecting? Well, guess what? I'm Dominique Rican, and we are going to be having some more fun here. But I digress. The way you get what you want is by asking. I know. And you're probably like, I'm sorry, what? You just said when I ask, I'm nagging. Well, here's the trick. Ask for the result you want without concerning yourself about how that result is achieved. Don't add your husband in the ask because that's nothing more than a politely worded command. I've talked to you guys before about interests and positional statements. We also go over those in depth in the course. And when we do it live, we'll be able to go over like Q&A and some role play. The trick is to state your interest. In other words, state your desire or the final outcome you would like without including him. Here are some examples. It would make me so happy to have a clean house. I would like to be there on time. I would like to spend more time together. Or, I really want to feel heard. Then, drop it. Let go of the outcome. Concern yourself with something else and don't do it for him. Unless, of course, you choose to. In which case, you can't be resentful because you chose to do it for him. You also don't concern yourself about how that outcome is achieved. Just think about it. It would make me so happy to have a clean house might turn into saying, okay, you know what? Let's figure out how to pay a cleaning lady. Oh my goodness. What? 
this actually happened in my house where I really, we both really wanted a clean house and I just didn't really have the time to do the deep cleaning that a cleaning lady would come in and do. And it is something that we worked out together that I didn't even need to suggest. Here's another example. The cooking. This was a big one in my house because I do all the cooking and the meal prep. I'm not upset about it now. It's just the dynamic in our house. I've asked for my husband to take some interest in the cooking and he doesn't. On occasion, he's tried. It usually results in my graciously thanking him and picking up the cooking again myself later. This used to frustrate me to no end, but I wasn't getting anywhere saying things like, it would be really nice if you helped me with the cooking around here. So I made a decision. I decided that I would rather preserve the loving intimacy in my house than fight about the cooking because quite frankly, I actually enjoy it. But when the time comes that I don't want to cook, I just say so. I don't want to cook tonight. And guess what? My husband figures it out. He orders dinner or he's up leftovers or makes a frozen pizza. I may not have a color and area expert for a husband, but you know what? I didn't marry him because I loved all the delicious meals he would make me. I married him because he was thoughtful, attentive, responsible, a great dancer, good to his family, funny, respectful of my feelings, and the list goes on and on. In fact, on one of our first dates, we tried cooking together. It was romantic and fun until I ended up getting accidentally splashed with hot pasta water. I knew right from then what I was getting myself into and I kept seeing him anyway. In fact, one thing we never fight about him leaving clothes all over the floor and leaving the house super messy. Why? Because one of the reasons why I married him was that he was neat and organized. Nothing in his apartment was ever out of place. Prior to my husband, I dated a guy who was one of the messiest people I ever met. His apartment was always pretty gross. So when I saw my husband's apartment, I knew, yep, I could live with this man. What about you? Can you think back to some of the very many reasons you married your husband? I'm going to guess there are lots. After all, you're a smart woman and your husband is a good man. You just might be hating your marriage these days. Think about all the very many reasons why you married him. Do they outweigh the little things that you nag him about? Being okay with the little things that don't get done in lieu of your own sanity is one of the most liberating things you can do at home. How much energy are you wasting yelling, begging, or pleading with him to clean up the bathroom sink after he shaves? Girl, I know. But think about it. He's not your son. He doesn't want to be parented by you. In fact, the very thought of you controlling him by asking, nagging, begging, or pleading, or manipulating him is enough to turn him way off. It might even cause him to rebel by not doing the thing you asked him to, even if he was already planning on it. Nobody likes to be controlled. And I talk about this on the show all the time. You know, we can't control our spouse. We can only control ourselves. And all of these things, all of these little nagging things that we do, they are just control disguised as something else. Instead, I want you to take that energy and do something nice for yourself. If he complains about said thing, like the dirty bathroom sink, you can say, sorry, I can't do that. Eventually, he'll start to clean up after himself. And if he doesn't, you'll have to learn to either A, live with a dirty bathroom sink, 
or know that when you choose to clean it, it makes you happy to do so because that's how you prefer to see your bathroom. Trivial things like this don't make or break a marriage. You most likely married him knowing about those trivial things. However, the lack of intimacy created when we yell, nag, or try to control our husbands into doing what we want can make or break a marriage. Is it worth destroying that reconnection at home, especially if we're trying to rebuild it? You don't want all your good efforts to go to waste. And trust me, it is not easy. In fact, last night, I failed to do the very thing I'm telling you guys to do. I was having a really long day. My son wasn't feeling great and he stayed home from camp and therefore meant I couldn't get any work done because every five minutes he was literally in my office being like, mommy, can I have a snack? Mommy, can I this? Mommy, can I that? Blah, 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 blah. Right? And my husband was equally exhausted when I had to leave the house to run some errands and do, get some things done, my husband was trying to do the same. Work from home while my son was in here. Well, let me tell you, by the end of the night, I was so over it. Over dinner, over the kids, over just responsibilities. I want to say it was somewhere around 9 o'clock at night, maybe 9.30. And I was exhausted. I wanted to go to bed or just take some time to myself. And my husband was there graciously it's so awesome he was still trying to get some stuff done he was going over some things we were talking about some things we we're trying to do for my son's birthday and I didn't even realize but I was kind of being really nasty to him and he called me out he called me right out on my bs and I stopped right there as about to retaliate or say something in argument because that's what I was feeling at the moment and I stopped myself and I watched him get up, take care of my son, get the bath ready, put him to bed, do all the things. And he gave me a few minutes to myself. I didn't even know that I wanted that, but he was able to identify it and he gave it to me. But it did not mean that when he got back to the room, he was happy. He was quite the opposite in fact he was a little upset for me with me for being really just kind of rude to him earlier and I had to stop myself and apologize and say thank you for recognizing that I was having a bad day and kind of picking up the slack for me but had I just told him from the beginning had I just asked him hey babe I just need a few minutes to myself it would have avoided the whole riff if you will or the argument that almost started it's it's one of these things this is why I say like this is a practice and I talk about this in the course towards the end where I say it's a practice the grace field marriage method this is something we do all day every day and it's not going to be perfect but it shows what would have turned into a big snowball argument before is easily like er, we would nip it in the bud and it's easily wrapped wrapped up and buttoned up and I just want you guys to know, my marriage was not always like this. I shared my story before on the podcast several times. And, you know, I think sometimes when we listen to other people talk about their marriages, we think to ourselves, when, when our marriage is in a place that's difficult, struggling, whatever. And you might think to yourself something like, yeah, right. I wish my husband would never 
he would never have done this for me. I tell him all the time, he never does this or he always does that. Sister friend, let me tell you that my marriage used to be in that same place where I thought there was a time where I would never have thought that my husband would have gotten up and taken over or that we would have that argument. Maybe he would have done that just out of frustration, just out of basically to, to spite me, to like kind of take a jab at me and have some leverage. We would never, in my mind, have gone from that to saying goodnight and having a peaceful evening and not having a big blow-up fight. Back in the day, like, he might have done that and it would have turned into days worth of fighting. So I say this so that you know this is possible and it is so important to see. And it was just so funny that it literally happened last night <laughs> and I go to sit down and record this this morning and I feel like those things happen for a reason because I feel like it's God showing me like yes we are on the right track this is truly something that it doesn't just work for me this works for thousands of other women like other women who have worked on these things who have noticed that if they start to say things differently and speak differently to their husbands and, and have a different perspective sh uh, shift, all of a sudden they get better results, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So unless you're ready to change, you can't expect any different results. I hope this was helpful to you. So your homework, by the way, your homework for this week, if you will, is that I want you to think about the things you nag your husband about. Now think about the underlying interest, the thing you really want, your true desire, if you will, at the bottom. How can you ask for that? Remember, your husband is a good man and he really wants to make you happy. It makes him feel accomplished to know that he's made you happy and if we let him know what will make us happy, without worrying about the exact instructions, he will come through for us. Don't believe me? Consider whether you have ever criticized his attempts to make you happy before because it isn't done the exact same way you expected. If you have ever done that, I know you have at least once, then you probably have started to teach him how to not do things for you because he figures it's not gonna make you happy anyway, so what's the point? This is a truly whole other episode, but let's start with this. Try this experiment this week and let me know how it goes. DM me either on Facebook or Instagram or post about it in the group. And it won't be easy at first. It will take practice, but I guarantee this works. All right, y'all. So if you think this lesson was valuable and you were like really into it just think about all the value that you're gonna find in the grace fueled marriage method i cannot say this enough because i really truly believe in it that much the sale ends in a few days don't miss out on this chance to get one 50 off and two some great group coaching included just saying you'll be hearing more from me this week as we count down to the end of the flash sale until then
Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.